Life Audio. I was a guest on a podcast a little while ago, and I was talking about this, and I said, you know, a lot of couples stay together because of the fear of man. The Bible actually says that fear of man is a trap. So if you're just staying in a marriage because you care about what people think, like, oh my gosh, you know, I really don't think that this marriage is working or this marriage is abusive or whatever it is, but we're staying in it because what will the people think? That's not a good motive to stay together. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and get separated, but you need a little bit more than just what will the people think. Hey friends, it's Dana Shea and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. All right, y'all, I've done it. I've gone ahead and done it. I said I was not going to make any kind of public statements on this whole Jada Pinkett Smith and her book. If you have been living under a rock, you probably don't know this, but for everybody else in the United States of America, you know that Jada Pinkett Smith, who's Will Smith's wife, just released a book called Worthy. And it's a memoir of her life, not just her marriage, but that's where some of the tabloid fodder has come from is really what she wrote about her marriage. But it's really a memoir about her life. I have not read her book. I probably will not read her book, um, not because of any shade to Jada Pinkett Smith. I just have five other books that I'm reading right now. So I don't know, maybe in time I'll read it. But I've been probably, um, I don't know, two or three times a day, people will reach out and say, hey, what do you think about this? Are you going to speak about this? You know, did you hear what Jada Pinkett said about this? You know, what do you think? And so I've kind of been responding to these private messages and I haven't posted anything publicly other than a funny meme, which I just could not, I just couldn't help myself. Sorry, Jada. But I wanted to do an episode on not Jada Pinkett Smith. So sorry, I hope that you're not disappointed. She is not a guest on this podcast today. Um, but I don't know if you've got any connects. I would love to interview her. I haven't reached out to her. But what we are going to talk about today is this whole idea of in-home separation. Can you be married and actually separated in the same house? I want to talk about this because, first of all, I have uh, real-world knowledge of this. Sean and I actually did an in-home separation, and I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm going to talk to you about our decision to do that and some of the fallout, some of the things that we did wrong, some of the things that we learned about ourselves as we did this whole in-home separation thing. But I really want this episode to help those of you who are married and struggling, those of you who are married and you don't want anybody to know that you're struggling, those of you who are married and feel like we probably need to go ahead and separate or divorce. But maybe let's try this in-home separation thing first. Can that actually work? So we're going to talk about Jada Pinkett Smith and some of the things that she said that she and Will have experienced in their marriage. And then we're also going to talk more importantly about you and what you might be experiencing in your marriage if you are going through an in-home separation or if you are considering it or if you know anybody who's in this situation right now. So buckle up your seatbelts, you guys. We are going there. Let's get into this cray-cray conversation. Hey there, lovebirds. Are you ready to take your relationship to the next level? Real Relationship Talk is all about uncomplicating your relationships and creating deeper connections. Many of you have already taken my free quiz to test your relationship connection and are receiving my free tips on how to reconnect with the one you love. If you haven't yet taken the quiz, be sure to check it out today at danashay.com forward slash partner quiz. That's danashay.com forward slash partner quiz. Your next level of connection is just a quiz away. All right, my friends, 
So, like I said in the intro, you guys know that there's this book that's out called Worthy. In the book, Jada Pinkett Smith drops a huge bombshell that she and Will Smith have actually been separated for seven years. That's right. Since 2016, they have not been divorced, but they have been living separate lives. Now, I used to watch Red Table Talk all the time. That set for the Red Table Talk is actually in the house that Will Smith built for Jada Pinkett Smith that apparently she does not live in. So I guess he lives in that house and she has her own house somewhere in Calabasas, California. So that was news to everybody because I think everyone assumed that she lived there, she's doing the show there, and this is this house that they're living in together. So at some point, Will and Jada decided that they were going to do like an in-marriage separation, which is what they're doing right now. Apparently, they seem like they are working things out or they're trying to work things out. And you know what? I, I have no judgment in this conversation, you all. This conversation is not something that I'm like, oh, they should do this or why are they doing that? I commend them for doing whatever it takes to get their marriage back on the right foot. I think that marriage is so important. Y'all know this. If you've listened to this episode, you know how I feel about marriage. It's so important. It is a covenant relationship. It's not just a relationship that you jump in and out of. It's not just a commitment. Marriage is a covenant. So hats off to them if they are actually trying to restore and reconcile their marriage. So many people wonder before they get divorced, should we go through a separation? And I think that you should. If you are at the point where you are going to say, we are no longer going to be married, we are going to sign on the dotted line and have the, the government, the state, dissolve this marriage, I think that before you take that step, you should at least separate first. Because there are things that you can learn in a separation. There are, there are things that you can work on individually in a separation. As a matter of fact, I actually coach couples that are separated sometimes. So I'll meet with the husband separately. I'll meet with the wife separately. And then we can sometimes come together on some sessions and try to figure out a pathway forward. Doesn't always work because sometimes people are just like set on, I'm getting this divorce. In the state of Virginia where I live, you actually have to be separated for a year if you have minor children before you get divorced. So obviously couples kind of figure a way around that. They'll just be like, okay, let's just say we separated on such and such a date. They're both in agreement because they both want the thing over with. And then the state doesn't know because an in-home separation qualifies for that year-long separation. And I know many states have similar laws. I think in North Carolina, it's like six months or whatever. So different states have um, this waiting period, if you will, which I think is good. I think it shows people that just like you shouldn't jump into a marriage, you shouldn't jump into a divorce. If you have children, especially, it is going to affect the kids. And I know that there's this line of thinking that, you know what, it's better if they have two healthy parents who aren't together than two unhealthy parents that are together. And I would agree on that if that's your only option. But I think that there's a third option. Why can't you have two healthy parents that are together? Like, why y'all got to be unhealthy the whole time? So you can learn how to be healthy. You can learn how to be a healthy wife, how to be a healthy husband. Your marriage can be restored, and that is actually the best outcome for your children, not a divorce. So let's talk about if you are at a place where you are considering living separate while married. Maybe you're thinking about doing an in-home separation. 
So if you guys know me, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that Sean and I had infidelity in our marriage. It's something that we went through several cycles of. So it wasn't like a one night stand and we kind of like dealt with it in the sweet by and by. This was an ugly part of our marriage for some time. Okay. And during one of those cycles, I was like, you know what? This is not changing. Like, I hear what you're saying. I know that you're sorry. I get it. But like, something's got to change if something's going to change. So I no longer want to be with you in that way. We need to separate. Now, real talk, I was not working at the time. I was completely dependent upon Sean financially. So I couldn't just leave and go get my own apartment. I suppose I could have probably left and then just forced him to pay for it, but I didn't want to put myself in that situation. Like, what if he doesn't pay for it? Then I'm sitting out here getting evicted or whatever it is. So I decided what was best for us and for our children was if we did an in-home separation. So Sean moved out of our bedroom. I kept the bedroom, the master bedroom. He moved out into an extra bedroom we have in the house. And for all intents and purposes, we were separated. We, I didn't cook dinner for him. I wasn't doing his laundry. I didn't ask him about his work day. Like we were not living as a married couple. We basically were roommates. We lived in the same house, but that's pretty much it. I took care of the kids most of the time because I was at home at the time. But when he got off, I would usually leave the house because I didn't want to be in the same house with him and have to like deal with the awkwardness of like us being in the same space. So a lot of times I would just leave. One, I needed a break. I've been with my kids all day. But two, I just wanted him to to be able to step up as a dad and to be able to take some of those responsibilities on. And like I said, I just didn't really want to be in the same house with him. So we did that for a little while. And there are some things that we did that I think put some healthy boundaries in place. And then there are some things that we did that weren't necessarily healthy or maybe conducive to this whole separation idea. Like, Sean and I have always had a very great sex life. I mean, I'm just going to be real with you guys, right? Like we've always kind of had that going on for us. And yeah, I missed him physically and he missed me physically. And there were times that I'm like, man, we could just like have sex real quick. It's not going to be a big deal, right? But then I was like, well, well, but then are we separated? Like, what would that mean? Like, that would be kind of weird. And there were times that we did sleep together. And there were times that it was awkward. And then there were times that my feelings were hurt because I knew that his heart wasn't really in it, or maybe he realized I wasn't really in it. And so we kind of like convoluted or, um, you know, messed that part of our relationship up because there weren't really clear defined boundaries. So when a couple is considering an in-home separation, I will ask, like, are you all going to make a clean break? Like, are you literally going to say you are living your life and I am living my life and we're doing this for a certain time period? Let me stress that. An in-home separation needs to have some parameters around it. You can't just be like, well, I'm tired of dealing with you, so I'm just going to do my thing and you're going to do your thing. That's where a whole bunch of feelings are going to get hurt. That's where boundaries are going to be broken. That's where no one's going to know what's going on and it's just going to be the wild, wild west. So if you're going to do an in-home separation, put some boundaries, put some parameters around it. Hey, we're going to do this for three months. We're going to do this for 90 days. We're going to do this for six months. We're going to do this for a year. I mean, a year is a long time, okay? But I think if you have 
hey, we're going to do this for two weeks or whatever it is. Just whatever you and your spouse decide, I think it's best to put some parameters around the timing of how long is this going to last? And then boundaries, like where are you going to sleep? Are you going to use my bathroom or are you going to have to use the hall bathroom? Do you expect me to cook and clean for you because I'm not doing that? Like there has to be some sort of separation, I mean, play on words, of what you are going to do and what you are not going to do. And like I said, when Sean and I went through our in-home separation, we had some boundaries and then some boundaries we crossed. So I don't honestly even remember how long that in-home separation lasted. It was not very long. I don't even think it was like 90 days. It was a short amount of time. But I'll tell you what, in that time, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what I was capable of. I think, to be honest, I had some unhealthy attachments to Sean at that point, not just like financially because he was taking care of everything, but I think I had some unhealthy emotional attachments that I didn't realize that I had until I separated myself. And then I realized, oh, Dana, wow, you're stronger than you think you are. Wow, you're actually more confident than you realize. Oh, that doesn't have to get under your skin like it used to get under your skin all the time. And Sean would try to do little things. Like I remember one time he was like, here's some money, go get your nails done. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm good. You know, whereas before I'd have been like, oh my God, thank you so much. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm good. Like you just take care of the household stuff and I'll figure out a way how to take care of the little things that I need to do. I'm good. So we're going to take a quick break, you guys. This might be a great time for you to subscribe to the podcast. If you have not already subscribed, we need to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, you guys, we are back. So Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have like a 60,000 square foot home, okay? So it's easy for them to be separated in the house because they don't have to see each other if they don't want to see each other. And now, like I said earlier in the show, they actually are separated, like living in separate homes. But I would say to those of you who want to consider this in-home separation, should we do this, should we not? I think, like I said earlier, having some boundaries, having some parameters, having a time limit around it. And then what's really important is that you need to decide on what your purpose is. Is the purpose of this in-home separation to mend this relationship or to end this relationship? So are we going to mend it? Are we going to go through coaching individually or together? Are we going to go through counseling if that's what you need to do? Are we going to work on ourselves by reading books or doing whatever you do to work on yourself in in essence or in order, I should say, to get back together? Or is this a step toward divorce? I think both 
spouses need to be really clear on that. Can you imagine if you were to go through an in-home separation for three or four months and you think that it's because you're going to mend your relationship and your spouse is like, this is actually what we're doing to get used to ending our relationship? So I think you guys need to just be really clear on what is the purpose of this whole in-home separation. And then I think it's really important that we ask ourselves, what is the purpose of marriage? Is the purpose of marriage to be happy? Is the purpose of marriage to feel like you've got a life partner and a companion? Is the purpose of marriage to have your needs met? Or is the purpose of marriage oneness? If you are a Christian, the purpose of marriage is oneness. The Bible is very clear about that. Even if you're not a Christian, if you're not a believer, I don't believe that you should just be out here marrying folks because you want to marry your best friend and you're so in love because all that stuff is going to wear off real quick. The purpose of marriage is oneness. It's learning how to become one with someone who is very different than you, different personalities, different gender, different outlook on life, different way that they see the world, different Enneagram, different arguing styles, different family upbringing differences. Two totally different people coming together to be one. That's really the miracle of marriage. So when you start to have marriage problems and you start to go through things and you start to realize this is not working, you guys, I don't believe that the answer, your first answer should be let's separate. Let's let's take a step back. Let's end this and try to figure out how we can make ourselves happy. If you keep on chasing happiness, you will never find it. Happiness is a byproduct of obedience. I think I've said that on 100 podcast episodes. It's the truth. Happiness is not something that we go in search of. Happiness is what happens when you are obedient, when you do what you need to do, even when you don't feel like doing it. Even when you don't feel like loving that spouse, even when you don't feel like forgiving that spouse, even when you don't feel like showing up in your marriage and doing the work that is required to make a good marriage, when you actually do those things in spite of your feelings, then something happens along the way and you realize, you know what? I'm actually feeling happy again. I'm actually feeling like this is worthy work. This is important work. I'm not just thinking about myself and my own needs and my own happiness and my own fulfillment, but I'm actually thinking, what is the best outcome for both me and my spouse? And y'all, I understand when you're going through a hard marriage, sometimes you don't think the best outcome is for you and your spouse to be together. You're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm not a safe person. Maybe I'm not who they need to be with anymore. Maybe I'm setting them free, little birdie, go fly. And I'm just giving them this this beautiful offering to go off and live life without me. And that sounds so beautiful. It sounds so aspirational, right? But the truth of the matter is divorce is difficult. Divorce destroys a lot. Now, if you're listening to this and you've been divorced or you know somebody who's been divorced, I am not judging and saying that you are now destroyed because you're divorced. No, I'm not saying that at all. But the divorce of your marriage is the dissolvement of your marriage. It is destroying the thing that you stood before God and your relatives and a pastor or a priest or some officiant and said to death to us part. So it's not something that we should take lightly. So if you're thinking about an in-home separation, you need to ask yourself, well, what's the purpose of the marriage? 
Because if we're separated, the literal definition of separated is to divide something that was whole. So if you were one, now you're going to separate into two parts. You're not actually fulfilling the purpose of what marriage is. So to separate is to you go and do your own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. And I just want to ask you a question. How is that going to help you to be one again? In most cases, it doesn't. There are some cases where couples separate either in home or outside of the home and they get back together. There are some cases where that happens. But the vast majority of couples who separate in home or outside of the home do not get back together. Because now you start developing new patterns and new habits, and there are new choices that you're making and maybe new people that you're interested in. And then to go back to that marriage that wasn't working, why would you do that? This is why when a couple says, we're going to separate, I say, don't separate alone. And what I mean by that is take a coach with you, take a, a pastor with you, take some mentors with you that can help you to work on yourself, that can help to show you some of the maybe blind spots that you have over yourself, over your spouse, over your marriage, so that when you fix yourself, quote unquote, you can come back to a healthier marriage. If you're just going to separate and think that time heals all wounds, y'all, that sounds so poetic. That is just not true. Time heals nothing. You've got to do the work of healing in order for healing to happen. So if you're going to separate, then make sure that you're taking a coach or you're taking a helper with you so that you can actually come back together and create the oneness that is the purpose of your marriage. So the last thing that I'll say about this, and this is not, I don't think Jada and Will's MO, I don't think that they stay together because they care about what people think. You know, she has said that it just worked for them and, you know, they have kids and it just worked for them. I believe that. They don't need each other financially. And, you know, they've both kind of been through the ringer in the media. So I really don't think they care what people think. But I know that that is not true of everyone. There are a lot of people who do care what people think. There are a lot of couples who stay together just because of what people think. I was a guest on a podcast a little while ago, and I was talking about this. And I said, you know, a lot of couples stay together because of the fear of man. The Bible actually says that fear of man is a trap. So if you're just staying in a marriage because you care about what people think, like, oh my gosh, you know, I really don't think that this marriage is working or this marriage is abusive or whatever it is, but we're staying in it because what will the people think? That's not a good motive to stay together. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and get separated, but you need a little bit more than just what will the people think? I don't want to just be married to Sean for 25. We're almost coming up on 25 years next year. I don't want to just be married to him for 25 years just because, you know, what are the people going to think if we get divorced? Or gosh, it's been 25 long years. We might as well just stick in it. No. Again, y'all, there's a third option. You don't have to be miserable in your marriage, but you can decide, you know what? My goodness, we've invested a quarter of a century into one another. We might as well make this thing good. We might as well figure out what we need to do in order to make this marriage work. And if it's not working, make it work. People say, tell me that all the time. This is just not working. Well, make it work. How many of us have a car that we have invested in and the car stops working and then we go, oh, well, let me go out and buy another one. 
I mean, unless it's like a hoopty and you bought it for $500. But if you have like a nice car that you've invested in, you're going to figure out what do I need to do to get this thing working again? I'm hearing some noises. I'm hearing some some stuff happening under the hood. The car, the transmission feels slow. You're going to hire a mechanic, right? You're going to hire somebody with more expertise than you to go underneath the hood of that car and figure out what is making those noises. Why is it smoking? Why is it driving slow? You're going to do that because you believe in your investment. But you all, for whatever reason, we get married. It's an investment of our whole lives, my goodness. And then we just go, well, it's not working anymore. So I'm just going to leave it broke down in the driveway and go get another one. And that's how so many people live their lives. Broken relationship after broken relationship after broken relationship because they won't take the time to invest in the one that they're in. So my advice to those of you all who are struggling right now in your marriages, who are considering an in-home separation, who are considering a separation at all, is before you even make that step, would you hire a mechanic to figure out what's going on under the hood of your car and see if they can help you to mend your marriage? Don't end your marriage. There's still life in your marriage. I know that you don't think that it is. I know that you think that it's done. I know that you think that it's run its course. I know that you think that both of you would be better off elsewise. I'm telling you that that's not the truth. That's just not the truth. Those are your feelings talking to you. That is your your um, inability to see a new perspective. That's you being tired. That's you being weary. I believe that your marriage still has life left in it. Both people need to be willing to do the work. But guess what? Even if one person is willing to do the work, I talked about this before, you guys. If one person is willing to change their step in the dance, the whole dance can change. The whole marriage can change if just one person is willing. So don't be discouraged if you are the one and your spouse is not really putting forth the effort. If one person makes a real, concentrated, intentional effort to work on yourself, your marriage can change. You all know that I am a marriage coach. This is one of the reasons that I started this whole podcast is to help people in struggling marriages. You don't have to struggle alone. You don't have to go through this not knowing what to do. It breaks my heart when I hear couples and they get divorced and they say, you know, we just, we just didn't know what to do. It just, it wasn't working. I'm like, did you ever, ever reach out for help? You never even allowed somebody to try to help you in this. So if you need to reach out for coaching, reach out. You guys can learn all about what I do as a marriage coach at danashay.com forward slash coaching, but it doesn't have to be me. Reach out to someone. Like I said, maybe there's a mentor couple that you can talk to. Maybe there's a pastor at your church that you can talk to. Maybe it's a a couple that lives in your neighborhood that you really respect their marriage that you could talk to. Whoever it is, reach out for help because you don't have to end in separation. You don't have to end in divorce. You don't have to go the route of the in-home separation. You can actually figure out how to make your marriage work and how to actually have a healthy and a thriving marriage again. So thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like the show notes, you can find them at realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 183. And as we end every episode in saying, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, you all, a good relationship is not one that works. A good relationship is one where you put in the work. Let's get to work, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. 
Wow, you stayed all the way to the end. You, my friend, are the real MVP. Thanks again for listening to Real Relationship Talk. The show notes can be found at realrelationshiptalk.com. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? If not, be sure to do that now. And may your relationships be uncomplicated as you build deeper connections. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.